What? This even up? It's your boy Crabman. with my boy Eckenstein. Welcome to the Hypnotic Hootout. How um, are you doing? Wait, let me. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just I was just uh, looking at uh, Twitch mm -hmm. to see if we were alive, and indeed we are. So, uh, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Been a while since we've done this. Yes, I believe it has to be about two months. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, what's up? How are you doing? Yeah, my week's, week's been great. Mm -hmm. I'll, I have been, I've been doing something they call a vacation, I believe. What? That's the word, yeah. And That's I just didn't unheard of. Just didn't do much productive <laughs> things at all. Mm. Nice. I did have to do a couple of things. Like Monday, I believe I worked on Monday. Then on Tuesday, I had a couple of things to do. And then Wednesday, I had to go out one more time. Or was it Thursday? I have no concept of time anymore. But I enjoyed basically the whole week. Oh, that is nice. Yes, vacation sounds very good. Um... <laughs> Yes. How about me? It's been mixed. Weirdly mixed. Like from since we were sorry. Oh. Had <laughs> <laughs> to combat the rain. Yeah, yeah, I was I was getting uh, unsharp and um... mm. Um, well, I mean, after our conversation about work and stuff, uh, I was kind of riding on a <sighs> relief high, I guess. Mm. And then I went on Twitter and now I'm all depressed again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I see. I see. I, I believe I know the mistake you did. <laughs> you went, uh, went on Twitter. Mm. So yeah, see, I, 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 didn't, I didn't go much on social media at all the last and probably the spent, best idea spend time outside like uh, it was sun like the big yellow thing that shined to on this earth mm. I think it's called and mm -hmm. yeah quite enjoy just just sitting there and being radiated slowly nice some nice yeah. radiation. That sounds pretty good. Hmm. The nice kind of radiation. <laughs> yes, but well, there's a but. Oh no! No, there's a but too. Mixed. But I'm gaming is mm. the end of that sentence. So that at least is. It's also a little bit disappointing in many, <laughs> many ways, but 
What have you been gaming? <laughs> Tell me. Well, um, I mean, I have been doing a little bit of Valheim still, which I also can show you in a second because I don't think I've, I've shown you the finished, well, like finished, but the pretty finished mm. house that I built and started another one that I'm not as excited about, but no. <laughs> um, uh, but I've been getting into Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and the pirate ship one. Yeah. And it is also a mixed bag. <laughs> kind of. I mean, at the very least, I managed to get myself to the uh, place where I... What do you call it? Well, I think the the stuff that I enjoy the most when there's nothing else to really... Wait, maybe I, I'll start the story differently. I am woozy today. It'll, yeah. it'll be a weird one. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've told you this already, but I guess for context, in case someone else is also listening. <laughs> for, for his, for his sake, please. Um, yes, again. Um, <laughs> So I'm really like not, I think it's really failing on story level, the game. Um, and it actually hasn't stopped, you know. Um, we talked about that basically it's just trying to make logical excuses for contextualizing the tutorial. That basically the story is just designed to yeah, make you learn mechanics in the most boring way. It's not even like very organic. You know, there was a thing where I went, okay, so the story is basically, it's your, you're a pirate that starts with you um, being in a battle. Um, you get destroyed with all the other ships. Uh, like everyone gets destroyed and you land on the beach with a with an assassin. So basically who, uh, the destroyed village trope. <laughs> painted onto pirate backgrounds. I mean, I don't know. I'm actually not sure if I was attacking them or what, what's going on like this. Yeah. You're, you're just in battle. You're just in battle between ships. You're a pirate. So I'm guessing you would be yeah. the villain in that uh, in that particular Very battle. Presumptuous. I think you can't say that that easily. <laughs> in any case, you kill the assassin, you take his stuff, and because he was like on a mission... Um, to bring something for a reward to some governor. Uh, you impersonate him to get the reward. And as you get to that governor, which is already like, you know, 50 tutorial, story, plot points, whatever, um, in, they literally like, oh, yes, so you are the new recruit. We heard much about you. Why don't you complete this training course as a demonstration for of your <laughs> skills for us? And then you have to perform, like, the various different types of assassination that you can do in the game, and it's just, like, the most... It's so boring. <laughs> I am... It's it's incredible, like, how bad it is. I, I'm... It sounds very tacked on tutorial... <laughs> And the entire thing is that I'm, I'm now, I think, like four or five hours in and I'm again like learning the next mechanic now. And this is just like story excuses to learn more mechanics. And I just, I want the tutorial to be over. Mm. <laughs> and so, but what I in generally enjoy and what I still enjoy in this game is sort of the, um, you know, the fetching, uh, the, all the, all those little 
you know, the, what do you call this? Like what Ubisoft does, like load maps with random shit that you can do. Mm. Collect things, race here, free someone there, contract. Side quests, basically. Yeah. Yeah, basically all the nonsense, you know, the um, climbing up the towers and uh, synchronizing so that you unlock, you know, that part of the map and stuff like that. So all the busy work, you know, I, I do enjoy the busy work. And so I've been doing that and I have a good time with that. But I really, I really hope at some point this game stops that, explaining itself to me and just tells me a story because I'm really like, I want to do something cool with all these mechanics, you know, mm. and yeah, it's, it's like, I'm really craving a good pirate game. I don't think I've ever really played a good pirate game. Am I forgetting something? Mm. Something obvious that is incredible and I just... Well, Monkey Island. But... Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, the pirate RPG. Kind of pirate uh, game, yeah, yeah so I would love a good pirate RPG. You know, just yeah. a Skyrim, just pirates. And this yeah. is close. Have but you, I, I think on Epic, I, I, there's like Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves or something that we got for free at some point. I always wanted to, to look into it, but it's just a multiplayer flying ship battle as far as I know. So it's not a role-playing game, but I'm interested in that. And there was, was another one, right? There was... Oh, and then there is, of course, um, Risen, which kind of pirates, but not really... I mean, two and three are pirate games, I think. The first one isn't at all. Um, oh. they, they kind of went... I only played the first one. Yeah, that's, that's just a gothic variant. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the second and the third. <laughs> well, you are on an island. Yes, that's true. But yeah, I think the, the second and the third, they're pirate games proper. Um, they're also different characters, I think. So it's like a, just in the series, a different... Um, I tried to play the second one, but like it also lost me in the beginning, <laughs> like they all do. Um, and I haven't tried it again. But I also read that it's not that good, that the third one is pretty solid. Uh, but I don't have that one, so mm. I opted for yeah, Black yeah. Flag. Because yeah, but basically I googled, what's a good pirate game? And <laughs> all this came up and I had Black Flag and I wanted to play it. I hadn't played it because I didn't finish Assassin's Creed 3 and I was I kind of have this thing of wanting to... Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. It's unfortunate. But, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm trying to like get over it. You know, I also like did not play all the Tomb Raiders before playing the new Tomb Raider, which I tried at one point and then also got stuck in the third. Hmm. But I did start um, Baldur's Gate 2. Hmm. And then I played the first one and it was like, okay, that's uh, good to be starting it too. Right. One isn't bad, but it's not, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same mm. quality, I think. But yeah, I guess yeah. it's the uh, same thing that that's now with uh, Bill and Ted, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. New Bill and Ted, and I didn't even know that it was a second one. So I thought I was set before you told me <laughs> you need to watch the other two. And now, now I'm stuck like you because I, I can't find the second one anywhere. So that's probably why I haven't seen it. Hmm. hmm. And the first one is also so long ago. I remember sorta liking it, so I'm, I would be curious. Hmm. So yeah, to get back. Well, I did watch the... it recently, and it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's yeah, very, that's sort like, of the 
90s <laughs> comedy, like a lot of like low key <laughs> sexist stuff in there. Like not a lot. But I mean, there are just two women in there, and they are both basically the prizes for them. Sure, um, but. As far as I know, they they learned. They try to correct that in the third part. So mm. someday, 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 we'll <laughs> to find the second one. Right. Um, well, something that I heard a lot about was also uh, Sid Meier's Pirates. That's always right, what people bring up. Exactly. Isn't that? I've the, tried to. I mean, it's like the, very old, right? Yeah, but um, that's the. Isn't it like the template, like the pirate game, which all other pirate games have to be compared against? And I know that I, I started it once as well, but I, it's really just like 10 minutes before it lost me. I did play it for like half an hour, but it's very old, hmm. you know. I guess for the time it, it had to be like spectacular. And that's the thing. Yeah. I wish I had played this when it came out. Uh, because yeah. then I'm sure I would still want to play it for, you know, nostalgia and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't have that much. I also, uh, one game that I always really liked um, or like wanted to play more was the Pirates of the Caribbean um, game that was made, okay. which was, I think it was just a branding thing. I think that was like Sea Dogs 2 and then they rebranded it to Pirates of the Caribbean. Sea dogs, I've heard before. Um, let me check it out. Sea dogs, but I think it's also very old. So, um, hmm. and yeah, like the pirates, the pirates. Uh, because I that I, I did play that for a little bit, but uh, not through. And so I like in my head, this is still like the kind of no, not that one, not where you actually play thingy but yeah um and like years later and i played this briefly when it came out i don't know why i couldn't i think i couldn't play it far because my laptop was very bad um at the time mm. so it was kind of difficult to play and then i tried it like a year or two ago and again it's just old and i'm not really looking for that type of um I guess it's multiple things that bug me about that, you know, the, the limitation and what you can do, like how janky it is a bit, how inconvenient in controls and menus and stuff. And there's just a lot that comes together where I'm not like having the same type of fun that I would have with a Skyrim mm. or something. You know, it's just mm. effortless and awesome <laughs> in some ways. Um, and yeah, so I opted for for Black Flag and it's... And I think part of the frustration is that it's uh, so close uh, that you can really see how this could easily have been. Oh, that's a different black flag. <laughs> Screed. Um, I mean, it is kind of, it does feel kind of neat, you know, to run around like these types of environments. Mm. Um, yeah, it's also very small. beautiful, especially now, Corona times. <laughs> I do enjoy this fantasy of being basically in a holiday spot. Yeah. Although I have to say, I much it's much nicer to go just outside and <laughs> sit in the sun. <laughs> if you say so. 
Na ja, so it's fine. It's fine. It's, uh, what I find kind of funny is that after every mission, you have the option to rate the mission. Like they actually built like a rating system into the thing that you can tell them how you liked it. Um, yeah, so far I'm like on two or three stars for all of them. Mostly two. Because it's boring missions. They don't do anything. I ha and I have the most fun with the stuff that is not the mission. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the game to just let me play it. Because it often is the case, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I guess, I guess, yeah. It ties in with, with the, your unhappiness with the storytelling. That uh, I guess the developers are just better in creating in interesting worlds than they are at like really telling stories. It feels in some ways uh, like over... Mm, over what? What word am I looking for? Over-explained, it sounds. Like. Well, they're, they're overdoing it and trying to be clever. You know, I feel like... Um, I'd actually much rather prefer like a five-minute tutorial um, explaining whatever I need to know to play the game. You know, if I'm a first-time player, even though everything is super intuitive mm. and I've... And I don't know why... Why? But um, it seems like they want to be like very clever about contextualizing every single step that you have to learn, but they're not doing it in a good way. It's like they came up with the idea and did it in the worst possible version of that good, very good idea, hmm. uh, because it literally is just writing the story around the tutorial, it feels like. Because, I mean, there's literally nothing to care about. Still not. I don't care about a single Probably thing. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what any of the characters want, except all to be rich and that's sure i mean sure but it's also like so it's like nothing that's like a really two-dimensional you know version mm. of that and you know and then i have to watch flashbacks in which nothing happens except him talking with his wife oh i want to go out to see and i'm only going for two years and you'll see i come back and it's like yeah, I guess that's like a story I've literally heard a billion times. Uh, there's nothing interesting that's to be said there. I mean, even like they they have like a brief line. So and when you you know break out at some point, you get captured and you break out, uh, which is then where you you know learn to free ships and cover them and all kinds of stuff. Um, and you free a black character um, that is apparently your second in command then because you match out together and there's a small dialogue there that acknowledges race, I suppose. Um, is he like your character says to him, um, you look like you're annoyed that I took the brig for myself, uh, the captain's quarters or whatever. And he's like, ah, nah, I kind of expected that from a person with the fairness of your skin and whatever and it's like what do you want to be and i want to be a second commander that's dropped in you so far i haven't seen him around i talked to him once to start a mission i think but it's so it feels like you know some kind of look we we know that certain things exist but then they don't do anything with it the story isn't about that it doesn't feature in it there's not it's a little bit awkward. A, they give you a black friend. That's isn't it that nice? 
well, they give you a black NPC that also hangs out on your ship. So far. Let's see. Let's see if anything happens. And then, of course, you know, you're in the... In the... Actually, where is this? Where's Havana? Is that like middle South America? I don't know these things. But wherever it is, they have pl plantations there, and it's all like just a tad awkward. Mm. Um, and it's not really discussed. And that's also where, you know, then the... Oh, it's on Cuba. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. I knew that. Um, <laughs> I know the rum, so... <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so something that, for example, also bugs me is uh, a certain limitation in things that you then can do. Like, um, I, I then followed some of the of the colonizers, you know, um, to rob them of their stuff. And I actually cleared the little island of all the guards and stuff. Hmm. But you can't actually liberate the island. So, like, it's... You can kill the guards, but, you know, when you reload or whatever, then all the guards are back. And so I feel like that's sort of a little bit missing. You can mm -hmm. do it in some uh, stations, like in fortresses. Uh, you can, you know, bombard their towers until they're... And then you have, like, a thing where you go up and you kill the people in command and then that's then you have you taken over the fortress and claimed it for your pirate friends and unlock that part of the region or like i mean you can always go everywhere but it unlocks the map in a way where you then see all the symbols of where the stuff is hidden and uh all that mm. but you can't you know liberate those small towns and like maybe i mean they're not explicitly like they're not really leaning in on the whole slavery thing you know the mm. people working the plantations all like in a way that is very like yeah let's not let's not let's not think about it too much let's not mm. cause anyone to question what's going on here yeah. too much i mean they really didn't have anything to win by doing that right i mean you are you're playing a white person right so if you, you, if you get to to freedom all then well the white person uh, solving all the problems again um <laughs> if they don't uh, so don't acknowledging it uh, seems like the corporate way to go right <laughs> yeah it's a little bit it feels a little bit a little bit it feels extremely whitewashy of mm. the history mm. and it portrays like certain things that if you already know it then you're like oh okay i know what that's what that actually is but um in very much a way that is like, oh, this is not, it's not too bad. These are, it's like normal, you know, these are the villains because I want to steal that's their money and that's not day, good. You know. no, I get it. Okay. But yeah, so that's, that's a bit of a shame. But a lot of inspiration for the eventual production of Tell Last Light for all the things that I would love to be able to do. So how how long uh, how deep are you in the game? How how long have you played? Roughly, like I said, uh, four or five hours, and I think um, have I played on? Wait, actually, I can check on Steam, can't I? Yeah, That's like I am on my eleven hours. So maybe I game a little bit more than I think that I do, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I'm, I think I'm on the fourth or fifth uh, story mission. Um, I think when I started up, I said that I was like a bit around 10% basically of the game uh, completion. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, so that's super fun. To go. Maybe it still does something, but yeah, it doesn't, doesn't sound like it will. I mean, I've never, that's a weird thing. Like, I don't think I've ever really loved the stories of the Assassin's Creed games. Hmm. I mean, this whole, everything that's, I mean, that's what I'm glad for. I think so far I'm not forced to actually go into the real world. Like, I can always exit um, the Animus or whatever they call it. Uh, but so far I didn't have to. So that's nice because that always fucking sucked. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about that part. <laughs> I just want to run up buildings. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was such a weird decision. To, to, that's such a nice like fantasy concept and then, then put sci-fi on, on top. And that's the thing. I mean, it's a clever framing device. Uh, but that's, yeah. And then they're trying to be too much of it, like making it too... Being too clever, basically. I mean, I like this whole thing with the desynchronization stuff. It contextualizes a lot of gamey elements um, hmm. in a way that you know, ah, right with the dying and, and, and so on. Yeah, it explains it well. Um, mm, I also like how that so. gives them. For example, I um, so something that you have in this game is like a very rudimentary crafting system, which is also kind of shit. But you know, whatever. Mm. Um, but so I. You know, I, I tend to kill the animals that I see because I think I'm going to get something that I can use. And so I shot a goat and then I got the message. This ancestor didn't kill civilians or domesticated animals. And so that, best, that was basically my warning that if I keep killing innocents, then it's going to kick me out. And I love that as a conceit mm. for the whole thing. Like this is not, this is not true to the character. So you're going to lose the connection to the character type of thing. That's a clever idea, it's true. Yes, and yeah, that's, but that's all I need. I don't need to run around the facility and listen to more exposition about something that I really don't know why I should care about. Um, but at least in the second game, like the first one I really hated uh, because once you've done one city with all the missions that they have, once you've whatever they repeat that like seven times i think you have the same city eight times and you do the exact same missions eight times and it's just so annoying they basically they had a short game and then made you play that eight times interrupted by those annoying future scenes where you just kind of walk around and listen to some shit like <laughs> but so i really liked the second hmm, sorry that that, that that was what was killed it for me I just played it like back in the day, I think when I worked for the games company and they mm -hmm. had it on whatever PlayStation, I don't know, or Xbox, whatever it was. And yeah, it starts with the with the science fiction part, with the walking around and getting explained everything. It's just so tedious before you even get to the cool fantasy part you bought the game for. Yeah. So. That's maybe the, un the misunderstanding that exists uh, there that in order to have fun you don't need to understand the the entire world and all the mechanics and everything doesn't need to be logical and explained all you need is really something to give a shit about 
And that's what they then forget to do. Is it, I need to explain this, I need to explain this, I need to explain this. In the end, you're just being explained that. And I'm, I don't want to be explained that. Hmm. I want to be in school. I want to have fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, I did. Uh, the second is my favorite. Maybe I should just replay that because I really loved it. Um, and it's. I don't remember it so well because it's also been like probably a good decade since I played that. Um, but I do remember them. Uh, I really liked the character Ezio. Um, I did like the whole Italian intrigue sort of. Uh, I don't know what what is that area that era called. Is that Victorian? No, it's sort of an English thing. I don't know, but it's very. It's a little bit games of Thronesy, I thought, like in the beginning. Mm. You know, your family is being betrayed, and so you. <laughs> and that's immediately cool, and I had and this I had fun with, but then the. The meta story, like the what they're actually doing with that, animus stuff, because they're trying to find like the source of God or some shit. Um, it's also weird how many of these games have that. Tomb Raider 2 was also about the source of God. Or... What's up with that? Hmm. But And that was all bullshit. And then, you know, the ending that plays in the real world when you actually find it is bullshit. And it's like... Yeah, I don't... I don't care about the Assassin's Creed story. I'm just... <sighs> Terrible, but also cool. Uh, the second one had this mechanic, and that's mostly why I want to play this. And I'm kind of starting to realize something about myself in all of this. Was uh, I don't know if you so? Oh no, you just played the first, right? Just I, I have heard a couple about all of the games, but they they do tend to melt into one game <laughs> in my head. Because the second one, you have um, there's like a little town that you can hide out in. Um, you basically take over the mansion there, and then you can upgrade your town. Mm. Can upgrade uh, with stuff you that collect and with money. And, and that's and it's really like small and, but I just like upgrading stuff and <laughs> building uh, your own home, right? Yes, and that's exactly the kind of thing that I come to realize that really all I want to do is like build a home. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's that's what I play Valheim for. That's what I play this for. I just want to check out my stuff and start you welly Minecraft, yeah. Mm. Terraria. They all got it in there. Uh, and I think yeah, it's a really really nice um motivation for players, like a really strong one that if you can deliver on that that's that's really get some engagement and yeah makes makes me happy as well i love building my own stuff i'm not as like um willing to put in lots of effort but i love just building my home yeah yeah that's also what i loved in uh sims i never liked playing the sims mm. i always just cheated myself a lot of money and then just built a cool home that's that's all i want really Ah, well. So, do you want to see my cool home? Yeah. In thingy. Uh, 
Because I did... I did finish that up a bit. Come with to us. Okay, let's see. Gotta start that up, it's probably gonna take a second. But yeah, the, the question is just about keeping that... What happens after? It's like, I, li I like playing Minecraft, but once I've built the house that I want to build, and I kind of feel like, uh, I don't know what else I can do. Sorry, let me... Uh, the... not seeing anything, right? Oh. You're not seeing anything. Or maybe I can just watch it on the stream. Gotta be a little bit delayed, but it should work. Nope, uh... I'm not seeing anything on stream either. How do you I'm mean? doing something wrong. When, when you say you're not seeing anything. You mean the game? Yeah. yeah. But you see yeah, us. The game. Oh, I haven't switched yet. It's uh, starting up still. Uh, oh, just the right. uh, music suddenly turned on, so I just quickly... Okay, I see, I see. Um, okay, now... Right, on Monday we, we continue to play Valheim as, as well. Uh, I think you, you saw the pictures I posted. I think that was Monday, I right? <laughs> I think it was. Was it? Let's see. Uh, where's gaming? 30th. So yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah, we had lots of fun. I mean, it, Valheim really depends on, on your luck with your seed of the world. Mm. In, my, in my single player world, um, I've, I didn't have to travel that far to get to a swamp. I had a nice like meadow in front of the swamp to build my uh, little uh, teleporter and it's it's not a big swamp but it has um i went through it uh i think yesterday it has six or seven crypts and with mm -hmm. the multiplayer we went from swamp to swamp to swamp and they all were empty not a single one had a crypt until we got like i think like four fifth to the edge of the of the world there we found like a big swamp mm -hmm. and we looted a couple of crypts, um, put everything in a boat, and went back and died on the way. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I tried to, to do a shortcut. Yeah, that was the was the problem. I, I I had a rudder, and I decided to take a shortcut, and then we went straight into a swamp and got because it was night, got immediately overrun. I got shot dead on the boat still. Uh, the others uh, managed to flee and get destroyed by a, a sea serpent. Oh, wow. So yes, all the yeah. luck. <laughs> yeah. So we were all back there, went in the second boat we had, got there again, <laughs> got killed again. And yeah, then had to go uh, by raft, which took yeah, significantly longer. Uh, but we managed to, to recover all our stuff and... I, I definitely see your problem now. If you if you got a bad seed, if you die like far away, this is, this sucks can suck so hard. That's yeah. If we weren't like so many people and all like <laughs> laughing about how bad our luck was, well, I, I I'm pretty sure I would have stopped the game right then and there. Yeah, the third try. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, the third try, that's what made me give up. Yeah, especially yeah, like, too much. when you have got like uh, a couple of the swarms had like planes right beside. So we got overrun by goblins and these 
death ketos. That was always yeah. like a huge problem. I hate those. <laughs> these, these are way too hard. Yeah, the the scaling mm -hmm. there really it's... jumps from from one to the next level. Um, it's not fair. Not fair. But as soon as you get used to the swamp, for example, now I have no problems in the swamp anymore. But mm -hmm. yeah, the, the planes is still still the next level. Yeah. yeah, planes I I just stay away from at this point. I think the like, final boss is in the planes, but mm. <laughs> okay, so then let me quickly check this. Check this. Okay. See. All right. Wait, I haven't switched it back yet, have I? Nope. Okay, so you can see it? Yep, I see it. All right, so. Nice big boat. Yeah, here's my signal light. So here's <laughs> my, my adorable little path up to my house. I see. My bees. <laughs> Here also is my little offshoot to the trailer. That's oh no ah the trailer. So there we go. Have a fire. I haven't seen um, the trailer yet. Um, oh, by the way, I remember you you showed me off the trailer with the with the uh, thing he he has. I was sure you you had one tamed in your base, and I told that <laughs> to, to my group, oh. and they started trying to to tame them. Uh, yeah, a couple of people died in the process. <laughs> so we gave up. Right. Nah, the sadly, that's not mine. <laughs> but yeah, it's... my bad. My bad. So yeah, I spent a lot of time re. What is that called? Refenestration? Putting all the trees back? <laughs> the bees are happy, I believe. Ah, I see. <laughs> oh, I guess while I'm here, I may as well get myself some honey. Oh, well. So yeah, so, uh, because I love... I just love the woody areas. It, it, it looked sad, because I've... Uh, chopped them all down. Yeah. In order to build this, holy shit! So this is my this is my house from the outside. Um, let's go in. Let's check it out. Let's see what's going on in here. So there we have my portal, at least the lower one. Um, here, that's the that's the. <laughs> I mean, this is the elders' uh, altar, right? So this is where you would. I actually thought about like summoning it just to see what happens. <laughs> but I, I wish you could. Can you like back up your save or something just to? I have no idea. I don't know. But yeah, so I made it a nice, a nice barbecuing spot while I chilled my throne. throne. Um. So yeah, here's, here's where I have my 
<laughs> this area get a little bit of a <laughs> some wood, some leftovers over here. Well, this is my area. kitchen, if you will, with kitchen. a little bit of a um, oh, okay. ventilation. Nice. Uh, not, right. not too shabby. So this is the view from down here. Let's check the upstairs. So this is the part where I would just really like to have, ah, here's my little balconies to look outside a little bit. Um, I wish I had more furniture options. So I basically, because I didn't, I just built basically everything twice. <laughs> I have workbench, forge, artisan table, all these. Ah, here's my little, my little brewery. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just did the whole thing again because I have nothing else to put here. <laughs> I didn't want to leave it empty. I built all this space. I want to fill it with something. Uh, so okay. uh, Slink, Slink says, uh, you just looked it up. Uh, you could find the files. Uh, the user's username, app data, local low, Iron Gate, Valheim. So you should be able to okay. make it back up. Awesome. Uh, That's good. And Slink, Slink by the way, is, is one of the, the guys I play with. Mondays. Aha! So, yeah. He he has been uh, one of the victims of the, the sea serpent. <laughs> <laughs> My condolences. Uh, so here's another place to just chill kick back yeah with a nice brew yeah. so yeah, here you, i don't uh, I, I get the feeling you're playing the, the game a little different than it <laughs> was uh, designed to be played although i guess they they added all these options for you to play however yeah. you like so there i have a little dungeon that i haven't gone to yet yeah i haven't really filled this place up much here's my upper portal just because i don't like walking Oh, is, it, uh, is it the same or does it lead to the, to um, the bottom? <laughs> I have, uh, I have, they both lead to my actual house or like my first base, mm -hmm. my home base. This is like my outpost, one of my right, this is just your, vacation, your vacation home, basically. Yeah. Your little, uh, was that a uh, hunting fortress? Yes. Yes. Mm. Well, one thing that I'm a little bit annoyed by is that you can't put, uh, what, what? No, where is it? Furniture? No, that's not what I'm looking for. Well, on these little item stands, you can only put, you can't put all items and I wanted to have flowers, but I couldn't put the dandelions. It doesn't let me mm. very, very annoyed by that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's. We see the the stone really uh, helped you with your stability issues, right? You you had a problem with your roof last yeah, time. Yeah, I had to I had to pull up these uh, pillars. I didn't have them last time. I showed it to you. Yeah. I really needed them, and this this tile that uh, isn't stable enough. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't um, I don't mind. I I thought that looked fine. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't cause a problem because it's directly over this one. So mm. I'm not walking into the rain when it rains or anything. Um, wait, where is it? There it is. Uh, and I think it looks kind of neat. I mean, 
I could, like I think with the with the iron, the wood iron poles, I think mm. you can like stack twenty five of these, so you should be able to go even higher. Um, but I'm but I'm cool with that. It kind of looks nice. So this mm. is ah, and yes, I put all my troll heads up. Not all of them. I put a third of my troll heads up. Uh, so that people who walk in like immediately know. Oh, serious some... troll hunter there. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just like, a ball is Don't mess with that guy. got in my room, but that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is from the outside. So yeah, so that's my, that's how I made the elder my bitch, if you will. <laughs> um, well, you and, colonized uh, his yes, absolutely. What you did. <laughs> absolutely, and so, oh, so I thought maybe... temple here, this holy place of some forgotten people. <laughs> let's make it my vacation home. While I was doing that, uh, I was kind of thinking I actually would. Oh, oh yeah. So I have two different ones. This is like the lower elder portal, and this is the upper one. So I can quickly go where I need to go. I also put the forest back here because that also kind of bugged me how empty it was. Hmm. It just looks desolate. It just shows you what you've done to the world. It's all so barren. Yeah. But that's my cool trench or whatever you want to call it put some more trees in here also up there of course why is it raining now oh ooh, 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 ooh. Nice. look oh ball loves you wow mm -hmm. oh there even two stars so do they reproduce or how, how does yes. it work they do reproduce. So the way this works is you got a trap. Um, well, I did two. I think that makes sense. You trap two wild boars. Hmm. You kind of got to lead them uh, into a thing and close it. Give them, put food in it. And you can put stacks. Um, so these are stacks of carrots that I have in here. So they have food. Um, and then they slowly acclimatize, basically. Uh, here's my here's my cool carrot field, um, and it. I think you, you have to stay in the area because I think. Oh, there's a piggy. Where is it? There it is. Ooh, yeah. Little piggy. Piggy. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, and um, once they've, you know, um, acclimatized, uh, once they're tamed, then if they have food, they reproduce. Um, and I think I read somewhere that it's like up to six boars on a five by five per five by five uh, area. Hmm. So they stop at some point. And I also had them mysteriously die. And I think it's like, I don't know, I think because they don't eat when you're not here. So I wonder if that was the cause of it, because like earlier when I came back, they were tame hungry even though like the pen was full of food and then they started mm. eating it um as i was in the area but i think possibly maybe maybe they died while i was away on business <laughs> um poor, poor, the 
Yeah. They needed your love to really thrive, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And um, the and you can breed them, um, of course. You know, if you get if one of the so like boars of the same uh, level, they reproduce piggies of the same level. And of course, if you have uh, otherwise, it's a fifty-fifty chance. So you can bring in you know your start and then hope they so, reproduce yeah. the stars they, they have a <clears throat> they have a caste system it's a genetic passing on type system yeah okay so there's nothing new up here um but yes so and then you know as i realized okay while i'm colonizing uh bosses that i've beaten might as well wait was there something new in my harbor i think i just built it out a little bit but, uh, there's a work area here <laughs> a little bit more lights that's looking really nice yes yeah, i want to live there <laughs> me too mm. have you have you beaten bone mess yet no no okay not yet. We we are there with the with the Monday crew. We have it, um, but I haven't reached it yet. So, okay. <laughs> so now I'm building in the swamp. First of all, secured myself with a nice wall so that people leave me alone and just let me build. Yeah. And I want to build a tower, but I don't think I can get as high as I wanted to. Mm. Um, like this is already. I mean, you see me stabilizing it with. Uh, with the trees because that works. Ooh, that, that counts as. Counts, yeah. Um, oh, I guess I'm too. Yeah, we quickly uh, built like a, a tree fort at one of the swamps before we realized that there is no crypt in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the trees they count as ground, so you can use them. Yeah, looks very so stable, especially the one you just looked at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they get a lot of work. It <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they get pretty unstable. So this is like I, I think I can in some areas build it a little bit higher, um, but with the windows that I wanted, you know, they lose stability. So that was the highest that I can do with stone. Um, but I haven't really tried with the iron poles yet. So I'm gonna see how far I get. So this is this is the altar, okay. and. So I wanted I wanted to kind of have like an evil wizard tower, I figured. Yeah. So that's why all the green lights and stuff. And I thought I'm gonna leave the watery bits and just build kind of you know walkways. Yeah, that's nice. Around the ground, so that's um, figuring out the layout that I want down here right now. And then, um, yeah, you have here the stairs up. And then now I'm gonna hmm. see how high up I I can make this. That looks nice. Maybe I'm not that excited. You have to save your, uh, You have to share your save file. <laughs> I can do that, yeah. Um, but I'm not so excited about this location. Like for one, I'm not 
feeling like a particular vision with this or like what I would want to do is not doable in the way I want to do it. So I have mm. to, I mean, maybe it'll come when it comes together more. Um, but I also am kind of bothered by it always being dark here. Mm. And well, it kind of fits like the, the necromancer feeling. It does. At the same time, like part of what I really like about the other locations is how nice they look in the sun. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a, a really cozy feeling um, oh, that I miss you, and I can't. You're in I can't, a bad mood. Damn it! <laughs> I thought I was gonna make that. <laughs> yeah, I saw. <laughs> well, at least it brings me back home, I guess. Yeah, uh, slink, slink remarks on uh, first of. That yeah, we we are building a little bit of different dimensions. Even though we are uh, five sure. people, yeah, we are not trying to build it that big. Um, and uh, it's a lot of guck you have to farm for the torches. <clears throat> so I guess the green oh, torches the... are, are guck torches. Yes. Um, so the elder house I built mostly through actually collecting all the resources. Like I stop uh, at the furniture um, because that gets really annoying to me. Uh, yeah, just the Wait, amount uh, can of. You, can you can you show me uh, what comfort level you have? Oh, um, I in here I have uh, fourteen, I think. Fourteen. Yeah. Wow. Fourteen. Yeah, we so, we are at eight to nine, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think trouble in, in my game too to go to get over eight right now i'm not sure what i'm missing um i think you need a lot of different stuff that you build with fine wood especially mm. um and it needs to be close to each other like over here i only have comfort 10 and so yeah, i think th this is the spot where i always stand if i want to maximum because i think it's kind of equally close to all of the things that <laughs> I currently have um, that do that, but yeah, I think there's iron and different pelts are needed as well. Ah, right. I do have those. Yes, maybe that's why it's nice. Well, I don't have iron yet. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm working on plundering <laughs> the swamp of its iron, trying to get but one yeah, but... boat full before I get back. And yeah, I, I get it. I, I see. I see as well the. Oh God, how do, can you get there? I think you have to eat something to be able to take the fall. Oh, can you just jump up, jump run? Probably, you right? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. The... Oh, cheater. <laughs> I have patience for that. And yes, and this is none of this I actually collected. Is that not? Yeah. Oh, you cheated that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just building. I'm basically in free, free well, build mode. So much respect for you, just immediately. <laughs> yeah, nah. I, I wouldn't be doing this <laughs> if it, I had isn't to. Isn't it weird, kind of? Isn't it? Why? Is this even a reaction? <laughs> like, what? You didn't, you didn't slave to build all that. You didn't really waste all your time to do that. That's uh, that's way less. You know what I mean? Now. If you in... didn't hurt it, it's not worth anything. So. Well, this that's that's the thing like this house and the other one i did build um like actually yeah. uh but i mean just the amount of stone i would have to collect that just seems so incredibly annoying i mean to even you. the amount of stone you you have built in there yeah that's it's it's so much it's, it's uh, and here 
and here for this one, I had a lot of it uh, because I, you know, did the harbor and because I had to dig all that out. I had so much I stone. I remember the stone pile. <laughs> and that was still only half of what I used. But then, you know, since I had uh, so much already, I didn't mind running out and back and forth and like. Mm. And I also like this a lot better. Um, you know, maybe, than the, do you think it's it's maybe because you put more effort into it then? So that is is there some some inherent value in, in doing the work? Must be. There might be. I mean, you know, if I stand here and look at this, it's like, wow, I really like this uh, particular perspective. Yeah. Especially during, I think during sunset or sun up. I guess we'll see if it just comes just now, but uh, it just looks awesome, and um, I do like that I didn't uh, cut corners there. But then, yeah, like I said, I get I get frustrated at the at the stuff, what you all the things you need, you know, fine wood, iron and yeah, the I need iron to... thing that's, is, is, is the is my concern right now that just you need like 20 for just one piece of armor. And then like for a weapon, you need again, at least 20. Um, and then you've got all the other stuff. And then all this stuff, they need so form. much shit. Hmm? On all of these things, they need so much stuff. I mean, yeah. is it actually vis visible on the stream? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I took the frame so out. Would, like 30. That's not, a, that's not too much, to be honest. <laughs> uh, anyway, just. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. yeah. But iron nails is a lot. And I thought like you were trying to make a point there, but. <laughs> I know, I was just going nails. through that. Oh, my God. That's not, that's not oh, getting all the iron to get all the nails. That's like, mm, mm. and I build a lot of this, and basically, well, one, I feel one like iron the, is 20 nails, right? I maybe, yes, it is probably. Um, but basically, for me, the, the cost so the cost of building all this is relatively straightforward, right? Like, I need mm. two, two wood to build a panel, but then suddenly, you know, I need for like one item i need a lot and it just it keeps adding up and then the the cost of effort to build mm. all the furniture that i want and especially like in the i do a lot of placing it there looking how it feels removing it again and so just mm. for the minecraft style building that i like to do yeah. it becomes less fun so the furniture and the all that stuff mm. i'm i don't have the patience for yeah, um I get, I get that the other one i'm like I said, I'm not so super into it, uh, so I especially don't want to make this any harder. That's <laughs> mm. no, not. No. That doesn't sound fun to me. But I'm really proud of this one. It's it, it's very nice. It's very cozy. No. Um, and so I've been thinking about because, like, you know, once I had built my um, my first house, right? I was already like, okay, the game is over for me now, and. Mm. You know, then it, you you didn't you had the idea to colonize this place, and I was like, yes, that's great. I'm gonna do that, <laughs> and that was exciting again. Um, so I built the second house, and but I immediately, you know, after that's done, I feel like uh, drop in motivation. This game is over for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done what this game lets me. Yeah, look, it's so nice, it's so nice yeah. and sunny. Ah, <sighs> um. But then I don't know what to do with the game after, basically. And that's the same problem I had with Sims or with Minecraft. Once I've mm. built the place that I want to build, yeah. I'm done with the game. And I'm kind of wondering 
how would one address this? I know I keep thinking a lot about um, Metal Chaser because uh, my dream would sort of be to have that element of it too, base building and uh, all kinds of systems and to make it, because the combat is like, um, you know, meant to be something to avoid, something uh, deadly and frustrating and so that you... So it's not a cool shoot em up type thing, but I like the idea of having the focus more on, on the community building and stuff. And I'm kind of wondering, like, how would, how could this look like? How could the game, what happens after you build your base? What's mm. the next thing you do that is still about community building or that you do something with the community you built that is not just now you can run out and shoot everything up type of thing? Mm. But isn't that just. Just yeah, just just imagine you are building these these houses, and then you can house families in there, and they and they make the the, the place theirs, and, and maybe you can go there and uh, you know get some resource from them, like they they continue to farm for you, maybe make it easier to build the next place, and then you go just and build place to place. What if? Wait, so building a place for people to live. I mean, you're basically building your own camp, right? Yeah. You would be yeah. recruiting um, and everything. Uh, but then what if basically the game itself, the, the, way, the way the missions or something, that, um, that it sort of comes about resolving conflict in communities? I mean, it's um, a basically a type of you know governance or whatever. You uh, people have to live together. People have different needs, and you have to figure things out. And with it's more you know about yeah, basically that finding ways to live together and resolving conflict and um, basically. I keep thinking about, you know, companies that I was involved in, uh, you know, like with the theater and stuff, how much of being, you know, in the, uh, on the board of directors has so not at all anything to do with the actual stuff that you're meant to do, but so much with managing mm. people's feelings and <laughs> all kinds of uh, shenanigans uh, when then someone tries to screw people over, then resolving it and putting structures in place and all kinds of stuff so that maybe community building and then community work. I don't think... Are there any games like that? Not that I don't know. I mean, I think Sims is the closest to that, right? Maybe yeah, there's something proper... else I don't know. Maybe there... I mean, doesn't like... What's that? Is it Stardew Valley? No, what's the other one? With the... Build your place and learn learn of your neighbors, but it's all already uh, rudimentary, right? You, you you only have your friendship with the people to manage, not not like yeah, cohesion of a of a society or a commune. That's interesting, right? I can see mm. I can see that it's a, basically a people manager, right? <laughs> <laughs> because that's something that I'm always thinking I would love to see uh, like i think i've complained about it a bunch in regards to the walking dead games um 
that it's always a new iteration of uh, an abusive group of people forms and now you have to yeah. beat them and it's every single story is that same thing over and over and I would just love to see like how people rebuild how do you rebuild society and um, like learn to live like the fallout from these things and I, I, I would find that really interesting yeah okay Hmm? I was nodding along to like fallout of the idea. You're not talking about the game, right? The fallout oh. of these things. You're <laughs> yes, yes, about. yes. The aftermath. Yes. Ah, okay, okay. Is it what happens when we're not talking to the game? There is just so much yeah, of this that's, field. That's really, really interesting. Uh, yeah, under underdeveloped part. I, I think there are movies about that, right? And I've, I've recently there? read read about. Um, you know, Lord of the Flies, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. You're uncomfortable with being smaller than you. With so, read, up. <laughs> read store. It's a little bit higher. But now you're so close to this. <laughs> uh, you say it's like, okay, so visually this is more pleasing. Anyway, it's the, um, it's the you know, that you're like sort of on the golden. Yeah, it feels small sometimes, you know. Anyway, and I'm closer uh, to the camera <laughs> in general. Hmm? I'm closer to the camera in general. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too annoying. Anyway, what I was uh, trying to tell you about was yeah, Law of the Flies. So like, you know, kids get stranded at an island, and then uh, they they try to build their own kind of society and. Um, I think they, three kids die. Um, they they don't manage to get the fire going all the time to message like people to get saved and stuff. It yeah. has this this really dark outlook on on humanity, right? And um, the same with all these post-apocalyptic like zombie movies. It's always like ah, the real monsters are the humans, but uh, I don't think that's actually the case. And there has been a story of, I think, five or six children stranded at an island and they managed to build a nice society and they were nice to each other. And, and one of the kids fell and broke his leg and they just cared for him. Yeah, and managed to not... set it properly and everything. Yeah. And just survive for a year on like yeah. a rocky island with nothing. Exactly. And it healed. <laughs> the, the leg healed nicely as well. So yeah, it would be interesting to have, but I guess you do want to have some kind of conflict. But there always like low, low key conflict. It's just like I mean, the world is the conflict, right? It's the dangerous environment that you live in, and then how do you right, make right, that work? Right. How do you survive this? Um, and that's that's the thing uh, because what I also read about Lord of the Flies is that it's not actually meant to be taken as a humanity sex. But meant to be taken as rich white boarding school kids suck. Mm. I think that's a crit critique, basically, of elite school children. I guess you could read it like that. I've I've heard that the. Author... I think the author specifically said that it was. That's what he wrote about, basically, about the. Mm. I think I he had like he was like really unhappy with himself. And he projected a lot of that in into the book, and he, I think he said that he would have been like a Nazi, 
he, he feels the urges in, inside him um, mm -hmm. of that. And I think that's what he tried to like depict like this, this inherent evil or like, I don't know, evil is the wrong word for that, but um, willingness to, <laughs> to, I don't know, help yourself like to the detriment of other people um yeah i feel like it's the the concept of i'm thinking of a way i can say that that doesn't sound as well it's the concept of whiteness i think that is um Port this portrayed and critiqued there the not mm. not being white but what is meant the mechanics behind whiteness what that I'm describes sure you can read it like that but are you sure that, that that really was like the author's intent i mean it's not that it's i'm not that positive it's the author's uh, intent it may also be that he just is one of those annoying elite boarding school children that's why he wrote a story about himself and his friends and thought this applies to all of humanity yeah <laughs> because i mean very obviously the um i think they were uh it was something with with a t where they were from but i think it was a group of black kids who were stranded on that island um and they managed to survive just fine i think they were even mixed but i don't know um, I've, I've just read it like recently i can maybe maybe i find it in the article about the journalist who who kind of got obsessed with that or was he even a journalist um but hmm. yeah. yeah i think um i think almost a year ago like i think shortly after the six boys um tonga yes uh well, I think at the end there is a. Oh yeah, they probably were all, all black. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so the the three white guys in the picture, are probably <laughs> the crew that saved because... them. No, uh, so the yeah the the crew the 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 crew who saved them, I think had like an, another interesting story in itself, um, and. The guy who did that, I think he hired them because they didn't want to to stay in school um, and had like wanted to get away from the from yeah from the island and see the world and all that stuff. So yeah, all right. Um, but I do um, yeah, I do feel like there's a <clears throat> there's an omission. Um, in a lot of, I feel like we're being sort of brainwashed into believing that humanity is like this, when it's really, yeah. Well, people actually rally together much more than they try to hurt each other when the opportunity arises. It's just a very select few people who do want to do that, and that's the first. You know, it's like recently when um, you know after the. <sighs> the millionth mass shooting, um, you know, one of the, like Lindsey Graham or something said, you know, oh, they're coming to take our guns away. You know, if there's a natural disaster, um, 
I am I have my AR fifteen and I'm gonna defend my neighborhood against the the hoodlums that are coming and stuff and that's like you know and someone pointed out, you know, aside from that being hilarious the image of that little mincy southerner <laughs> Um, with a big, big gun. But uh, we, have, we have seen like the the other pictures of wasn't it that when the the BLM protests were that there were like like a couple who went in their front lawn with weapons and uh, there were like all these memes. <laughs> like, there were like uh, where, where he's like painted like the Joker and he's like <laughs> she she's, uh, looks like Harley Quinn. <laughs> seen that one, but that sounds great. A little couple on the front yard with like. Yeah. I know the original, but I don't know the edit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, you know. Uh, most people would think, if there's a disaster, let's help each other out. If my neighbor needs something, another person thinks, I'm going to shoot everyone that comes to my house because you're all dangerous. And that really, and I feel like that really, I think that's what pisses me off about uh, every zombie movie and mm. um, most things because they're always about, oh, aren't people terrible? And you never once get to see how people are great how they actually resolve these situations it's it's always better royale it's never like you know how society actually works and it feels like it's almost a um it's not just a pessimistic view it seems almost like a like an excuse ah look how evil humanity is therefore i'm just being human and can be an asshole and and you have to manage a society. You can't have anarchy. Anarchy means like chaos. Everybody's <laughs> killing everybody. You exactly. need the government. You need you need the police. Otherwise, nothing <laughs> yes. will work. Out. Oh, that's Although, also like, so. Yeah. yeah most, when you talk about abolishing the police, everybody's like, oh, and what about crime? So you want people to like break in and murder yeah. you? And it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> but the police. For the longest <laughs> time, humanity didn't have police. We yeah. we we survived. <laughs> And it's not that there isn't crime, you know, it's not like the police has stopped crime and there's no crime happening anymore. And that's why we need the police. The I mean, police is doing not crime, even, for God's It's sake. not even their job to stop the crime. It's to act after the crime, right? So they're not even preventing. If you go to the police and say, hey, I have a stalker, they're saying, eh, let him kill you first, then we can do something, right? So yeah, it's, I heard that story too, yeah. With the with the girl who was like fined for reporting her stalker too many times. Yep, exactly, and then killed by the stalker. So yeah, thanks police. I'm glad that they were there. Yes. It's... But yes, so I would like to see more positive content that like really focus on the actual challenge rather than just oh, I guess we're all shit, so may as well lean into it. If there's feel, enough of that. I feel that this is, has been, like as you said, brainwashing from a long, long time ago. Because I think that that had that, that this is what my, what my parents think about, like when I tell them about like socialism or like communism or anarchy or even just uh, like it's um, uh, Grundeinkommen, universal basic income, universal, yeah. They believe that society will break down because nobody would work anymore because everybody, well, would just be happy and, and not care about everyone else. And that's mm. just not the case. I mean, like the, the most important jobs right now in the health industry, they are underpaid, they are overworked. They still do it. I don't think it's because they need to go paycheck to paycheck 
or they they feel like the responsibility to um i don't know to <laughs> to the society I, I think they they just want to do good in the world like there's just this and i mean yeah i mean we too we also want to do good in the world right it's yeah. just like we are just our skills aren't like as essential as health workers so we make <laughs> video games instead but like most of our games are free you're not, hmm. not trying out to get anyone we just want to contribute we want to do something nice and it's i think that that's human nature that's that's how humanity came to conquer the whole earth by being together and then at some point somehow together people, against others yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah, there is like some um, it makes sense that like even groups of people would like fight against each other to get like resources and all that stuff but i think that more like before we fought against other groups of humans we had to had like built groups right so i think that this is the the more essential human nature than the mm. fighting against other people and yeah. yeah that makes me hopeful that maybe we can like overcome this this little maladaption of trying to fight against each other and this zero sum thinking we have and instead like come together have a nice nice society where everyone just contributes and we don't uh, that would be nice i'm wondering if it like something that i would find interesting i was just thinking because like these systems um you know how the building in uh, valheim works you know that you have these I mean, it's not physics exactly. It's just kind of an abstract representation of physics. Right? It's just but, rules. Yeah, the, the further this from the ground, that the less stable yeah. it is. So yeah. at some point, it just yeah. Um, and I do like this stuff a lot. It I think it makes the game more fun. That there's like a little bit of a challenge. It makes hmm. some good sense. You know, you can figure this out. Um, and yeah, I think the mentioned that uh, briefly before I was thinking, you know, that I would really like to have sort of a mechanic for in, you know, I'm still thinking about a hypothetical metal chaser, um, that once you've drilled in your little cave world and stuff that you have to, uh, you know, set up the electrical system for everything that you have a power source and you have to kind of wire this and there's, you know, a resource management type thing. But then I was thinking, you know, is could there be a fun system for setting up the rules of a society and then you let them run a little bit and if someone has a problem you try to like wire it differently but you know in a not in that direct sense uh, but basically that you have sort of also rules how a society works and you can try different things and after a couple of days of that you see the effect that it has and to basically um, explore working together, living together, resolving uh, problems, um, mm. see how other problems crop up. Because in a way, I also find this interesting from a, um, like my experience with the theater is like a really interesting one to me, at least um, how <laughs> the, it's just weird because like you sit there 
you have an overview of you know everything that's going on and you see there's problems and like people aren't um you know, unhappy or they feel like they don't know certain things. Um, you know, communication has always been an issue. So we're setting up lines of communication, clear guidelines, what roles are, who you should talk to, who's responsible and all that stuff. And you try to work out all these things, but what people see is just what doesn't work. And so they complain all the time. And nobody actually wants to do something, but they complain all the time. And then you try to fix it. It gets it gets kind of lost in the next thing that people then aren't happy about. And I find these, uh, how these things work, like how you're actually trying to make everyone happy and no one appreciates it. And then it doesn't work for various reasons because there's a million things. <laughs> and just the, it was really uh, like a strange experience sitting on that side, you know, sitting in front of a collective of people who none of them actually understand the full picture but feel like they do and complain about it is if you're like directly trying to you know make them make them miserable or something <laughs> and uh i feel mm. like that would also be like an interesting i don't think about that but it would be really cool if there could be like a system where you try to do these things and you see how they keep not working and mm -hmm. in what point and maybe through yeah. that i can figure out how to how to navigate this myself humanity's problems <laughs> So after running this game for five years, we now know precisely what rules we have to set. And yeah, I think you run into a, a little of a couple of problems there. So first of, um, if you, I, I love the idea. I love, I love the uh, social simulation game. That sounds mm. amazingly interesting. Um, I've, I've actually seen uh, a video. I, I haven't watched the video yet, but uh, about. Um, what was that damn it why do i lose the words always when i need them the most <laughs> let me just well, in the meantime uh, how you went to here is the the art of no it's now simulating green beard altruism right so there uh, some some guy or girl i don't know or person of undiscovered uh, gender who whatever um made a simulation game or not really a game a simulation of altruism and i really wanted to look into that uh and it, it sounds like it's getting really close to, to your idea but when when you as a player are able to set up the rules you have this autocratic power it's not really people coming together and talking about problems it's it's again it's you deciding what goes and what doesn't go and so uh, that's like one big problem i see there and the second one is as the game developer of a game like that you are setting up what works and what doesn't oh sure so it's not really an exploration of the the thing it's more it, it i think you're you're in danger of becoming very really preachy oh uh, but i mean look who you're talking to <laughs> i know i know <laughs> <laughs> so you're not in danger so yeah. <laughs> i mean that's that's always the case right you always like uh transmit your own values when you create you, you something have some kind of message right? and i think the well i mean that would be a part of what needs to be carefully designed but i do think it's possible to be in that situation to uh you know, take on that sort of, uh, what is that? 
like administrative role without that meaning that you are the ruler of everything. It's just your job, basically. And if you do a bad job, then you're losing people because they don't want to live with you. And so it's um, sort of a do a good job thing for for the people and for you and for everyone. And <laughs> mm. I mean, it would be interesting to explore. I can't really picture what it would look like because to me that sounds like almost like a... Like the image that I have in my head is sort of like a node-based editor, like you would. Yeah, you could build up like a, a rules-based system for that, and then you can like leave leave it up to the player. I think there was a game. Um, there are a couple of games, like like political social simulator games, where you had like your own uh, little country, and you could like set up the rules. Mm. Like, do you legalize drugs or don't you legalize drugs? And then kind of simulate i'm not sure how it really worked if it was like just spitting out new notes like new problems if you legalize then you have these problems if you don't then you have these problems and it's kind of trying to be neutral or i'm not sure if it was trying to make a point there um hmm. but yeah i posted the link to the video and hi wendisil who of course already knew the video i was going to post <laughs> i uh, i did uh, indeed a uh, post a link to the reddit post i found it in because i i kind of felt that was the right thing to do and maybe there's some interesting argument in the comments i always mm. like to read the comments in reddit videos not like yes sure i shall check that out i guess the problem that i see is like just the way i'm thinking about it now is that it's uh it's not in the game like something abstract like that, I wouldn't know how you would uh, in the game in terms of diet. It's in a menu. You Suddenly you stop the game to work within the menu. And I don't really like that idea. You know, I like the, I like things to be unified in a way. And it would be interesting to see if there's a way to because with the building, part of that is fun because you like actually run around and you just put it places until it works. Mm. If you had to plan this on like a blueprint and then it would like jump into existence, that would probably be a less fun experience of doing that. And that's kind of what I worried about. Hmm. Because you yeah, wouldn't uh, want to. Not, not no game does that, right? They all let you build it like, like from the Directly. ground. Up. Nobody's really hmm. making you build blueprints. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you, um, you would have to like to. I I would find it interesting. Find it interesting to have like all the characters in the game be individual agents with their own like goals and necessities mm. they they have, and then you can um, yeah call out like a town meeting, and they tell you what's what their problems are, and then I don't know. I don't know if you should decide like the the rules then, but they could ask you like, do we do this or that? And then you can like make like count numbers of voices. I don't know. Hmm. Not sure. Uh, but I, I'm sure that there is like a more um, natural way to to make this rule finding rules for society in a game. I don't think that that should be the problem. That it's just menus. Hmm. Oh, what, what, for sure, something interesting to explore. Wendisil mm -hmm. um, asks about democracy. Uh, I have never played that. I don't know if you did. Yeah, yeah well, I've heard of it. It's um, by one very famous indie game dev, as far as I know. 
Uh, he's been working on the democracy uh, games, I think, for a while. And they're, yeah, they're trying to do exactly that. Posse tech games. Yeah, it's the... Um, Posse tech, he, he does like... Uh, there you see it, Shadow Hand. And, um, mm -hmm. they're, they're all, I, know, I think they're all also publishing Posse tech. Get her, where the guys... But yeah, you look into democracy, I'm going to go a P for a second. <laughs> you do that. Interesting. I'm not even sure what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, I've never... Wait, let me just throw this on. We live in worrying times. Our nation is facing tough challenges ahead income inequality, automation, climate change. How can we meet these challenges? Everyone has a different view on how to solve our problems. Capitalists want tax cuts to boost business investment. Socialists want us to tax the rich to pay for health care, education, or a universal income. Meanwhile, liberals worry about the increasing threat to our privacy from our modern technology. And conservatives worry that our traditions and culture are being torn apart. Governing a country is never easy, and keeping the voters happy... It's kind of funny how a description of the various political ideologies uh, is like practical things that affect people, practical, practical, and then it's like, oh, I'm scared that things that I know are not going to be as prevalent as they were before <laughs> like what if not everyone is into christianity what then <laughs> conservatism is that garbage <sighs> oh well 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 so in any case i guess i will have to isn't there a screenshot somewhere? I kind of want to see what the game looks like. So is this what it looks like? In a back. Hmm. Well. Anyway. I remember vaguely you saying you want to talk about happy things, pleasurable things. Pleasure, yeah. After last week's uh, work podcast, I thought maybe it's time for pleasure podcast. <laughs> well, we took some pleasure in building buildings. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Some pleasure talking about our fail attempts to recover our stuff in Valheim, <laughs> which at least <laughs> are a pleasurable story to tell. Well, it's not a pleasurable story per se, but anyway. Yeah. Um. Um, so Bali says hi, and I should tell you that you are crazy for walking that long. WTF, man. <laughs> Which I believe is a reference to you walking home for two hours drunk in the middle of the night. So. Didn't take two hours. <laughs> Hour and a half. No, I don't think it took that long. I mean, the walk to you wasn't that long either, right? It was like maybe an hour. Hmm. 
I, I did have like I, I have one blister on my feet, so. <laughs> so yeah, but that, that's, there you go. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point uh, thing to point out, right? So pleasure is very uh, very individual, and I take great amount of pleasure to just take a couple of beer and go outside and walk somewhere. I'm not a, not a great hiker per se, but um, if I have if I have a couple of beer with me, I quite like going somewhere. So uh, yeah, I went to I think on Tuesday, and sometime in this week, I went to walk to the park here. Like one of the went over the Sachsenbrücke to the um, whatever that park was called. Um, there was an, a little like jazz ensemble playing. One guy on a, a drums, a saxophone, and uh, contrabass. So, and I, I love, I love live jazz music. I love it. Mm. I was like sitting there in the sun with my sunglasses on, listening, drinking my beer. It was just perfect. And I was, yeah. Why, why, why aren't they doing that much more? And I guess it's because the weather was so bad. So now with the weather a little bit better, sun shiny outside. I was out today as well. And so Wednesday, I decided to walk to you. And uh, it was a really nice walk. Uh, found out like there are lots of let's, lots of parents now, like uh, parents our age that have like lots of tattoos. <laughs> like their arms are completely like they have uh, sleeves basically tattooed on. And I haven't seen. I have seen a lot of parents. I haven't seen a single uh, couple with no tattoos. So I found that interesting and nice, nice to know. Mm. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, afterwards, yeah, Wednesday, walking back in the dark and it's really, really chill outside. Like there's there aren't that many people. You have your beer in your hand. It's just <laughs> love it. So yeah, that's that's pleasure for me. Nice. When this is says long walks are fun. I'll just like to just walk around if I have the time. In my hometown, we have a forest right in front of the building we live in. It's really mm. cool to just wander around in the woods. Nice too. Yeah. Mm. Though I, I kind of I enjoy walking in urban areas a little bit more. I don't know why. I mean, I love like the like if you go on a real hike, like on a mountain or stuff. Like we have like really nice landscapes to watch but i kind of love just the, the little buzz of people walking around there and just enjoying their life as well as i am mm. and of course i love like places where i can buy beer on my way <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah yeah beer also really pleasure pleasurable i mean you have to really Ooh. you have to really watch out not to drink too much because that becomes very unpleasant and I'm really happy that on Wednesday you made sure I stayed with uh, the four beer. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a bit of a hangover yesterday. Been a while. Mm. <laughs> yeah, four beers is the limit for me. <laughs> I mean, unless unless I start like early in the morning, that I can, like over the day, I can get a, a couple more in. But um... I see. Mm. 
Actually, you know what? I'm also gonna get one. Okay, I'm just gonna... Second. Continue talking about pleasurable things. Yeah, I love I love it's basketball loud, for, some, for some reason. Oh, that wasn't that loud. It's just, uh, it was fast. It was fast. Well, yeah. my fridge is right there, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite in reaching distance. I'm gonna need a small one for under my desk. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something you definitely need. <laughs> No, I love, cheers. I love, cheers. I love basketball. Uh, mm. uh, like the last couple of weeks, there were always like too many people on the little court we've got outside. And because of Corona, I, I did not partake. I didn't go there because I feel it's a little bit too, too snug and very sensible. Yes, I know you'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, actually, if I didn't like, go to you and you were like, you're very particular about being safe. I, I might even have uh, yeah, done a couple of games there. But um, yeah, so now with, I think with Easter, the, the Easter holidays, I guess the, the, all the school kids are like with their grandparents or stuff. It was really empty uh -huh. today as well. So like I had like enough space and I just went there with my basketball and threw a few hoops. As they say, uh, just in the sun, it was just so nice and like the quiet. And I think what we tend to do with like being on the internet, like all our waking hours, is like we are like, consuming so much information, mm. information like much too much information to really process it and give it the room. And I think it's not really good for mental health. Um, and I, I tend to, like, if I'm exhausted, I tend to just scroll Reddit to, like, read more information for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so just going outside and not having any more, like, information input, just, like, being, again, like, in tune with reality as it plays out outside really calmed me down and gave me, helped my anxiety quite a bit. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So... Very knowledgeable. Hmm. And then also says basketball is fun to play, but all my friends here are not into it, so I did mm. not play in ages. Mm. Well, that is it's unfortunate. They have mm. a court like a, there's a school outside, and they have like two, two, um, two hoops, I guess. Um, mm. And they're always like people playing. So last year, I think, when it wasn't like Corona times, I got to play a couple of games there with the people and it was just really fun it's just i love basketball i love i love watching basketball it's really nice to watch and it's nice to play so hmm. it's sport in my book and you remember we we played uh, uh when we went to university right did you, you, you... never once I joined you in that once. <laughs> God, I, I really misremembered that. I, I thought we, we got you eventually. <laughs> no, I think Vinky went with you once, but uh, I, I never did. Just once? I don't know. Um, not, I don't know uh, how regularly you I did think that. You I just mean. played a couple of games, yeah. Uh, because I, like, I certainly um, refused. 
<laughs> ah, I don't, I don't like moving too much. I try to move as little as possible. Let's <laughs> try to move once. Wasn't worth it. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Didn't like it. Never gonna do it again. <laughs> well, I guess like, uh, pleasure is individual, right? Yeah. Yes. No, it's. Uh, just, I just, love, I just remembered like the the one time I got you to uh, to jog with me. Uh. We were like deeply in depression. And I thought like I, I gotta do something to help you, and I just wrote you, "Hey, you gotta jog sometime with me, like maybe next week or something." So I set a date, and then on the date, I asked you, "So well, gonna come over to <laughs> to go for a that jog was, now?" Mm. And you didn't get the you, message, or you didn't answer. No, no, you just, did. You did no announcing. There. You just you just came by and were like, "So we're jogging," and then it was horrible. <laughs> And no, I think you just you just forgot my announcements. That was no, that then, came completely out of nowhere. <laughs> then you went with me. We jogged for a while, and then uh, afterwards I asked you, "And how do you feel?" <laughs> you were just like worse. <laughs> no, I, I think we we didn't now. even. Yeah, I think we made it like ten minutes, and I just. It's not for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's um, I'm realizing this more and more. Like everything I do is like aimed for maximum pleasure. So, and I take no pleasure in exhausting myself at all. So I don't do it. I guess most people do it. Like it's just like different pleasures, right? No, I mean, I get that, that some people like really like the. I mean, I suppose that's. I mean, me I, as I said, I like the tedious tasks of collecting all the collectibles in Assassin's right. Creed or something, which to most people is probably insanely boring. And well, all the wood you need it for, for these buildings in Valheim. Or something like that. I'm happy to do that kind of work, which, by the way, I also kind of realized that clearly I like work that's achievable. And like I'm having fun working with a job that is, I don't have to do that is useless, completely useless, technically, right? But I just like, because I think that's my version of fulfilling the productivity that I've been trained to expect of myself. You have to do something, you have to mm. achieve something, you have to do... Da, 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 da. So much of these games is like really reinforcing the capitalist mindset of you have to have more, you have to have better, you have to be, you know, success is collecting wealth, it's collecting power, it's collecting mm. all these things, right? And I do like to do it in that non, non-enforced. Like if this was the game, I probably wouldn't play it. But since nobody's asking me to do it, I can do work, and I feel good about myself. <laughs> I've done a good day's work. I always have the feeling that this is like an inherent urge as a human. You have to be like, like I think that's... not productive in in like like to build, like to collect resources and to build our little home make like nice there i think that's that's really basic humanity and then there on top of course we have the the societal um yeah brainwashing that we need to contribute something and um i think that's built on top of that it's like it's it's um goes hand in hand maybe and it, it maybe it feels like it's one the same but i think there there is a difference and i think you can't differentiate the, the kind of work that it's actually pleasurable and like the 
um, exploitative kind of work uh, we are now supposed to do because everybody has to do something or you're not really um... by the way i was also thinking about that um is this a pleasurable topic it could be at one point <laughs> um, try your best to make it working pleasurable. working towards pleasure um no because uh you know if i'm thinking now about um you know the new prototype and trying to get basically shoot for the stars because why the fuck not you know? and i was thinking like if we're dreaming big right now what would be my ideal utopian dream of what work would look like what what kind of team do we want to have how want we and um well for one i want to ask what's that for you and our audience what would you want if you could have if you were to take your dream job, what would that look like? What would the company look like? What would the terms look like? What would, you know, because for me, um, for example, I would like to have like, I think what I would really want if I could have anything is like complete security in terms of that you are Do that you have enough money that you don't need to worry about money ever again you know and it doesn't mean that has to be a lot of money but just that you don't hmm. you don't have to turn over the pennies doesn't, you know doesn't make ends meet money at all right this has no, to i mean like the security that you're not gonna starve to death i mean i'm i'm sort of thinking about it also in like half practical terms and like may finding a compromise with the world we live in so, so we do so need money if, if you didn't so it's not the, the question if you didn't have to work for money what what would you do with your life it's basically, basically what's the best version of work that we could yeah. realistically or half or even unrealistically hmm. hope for and like mine would be lifetime employment that you just don't have to worry about your job it's not it's not in question you just have your job and you have it forever and you have enough from that that you are that your basic needs are covered maybe extra that you like why, a little bit extra. Why hmm? not universal basic income? Uh, I then, want that. Then you can do whatever you want. Uh, but that's what basically you the extra is the extra stuff, right? That's the that's basically what I'm kind of thinking about. If there's a way to create universal basic income for us and our employees, <laughs> I, um, that's what I tried to do the last eight years. And I have come to the position now, and I thought <laughs> you you kind of helped with that. That that's just not possible. It's it might happen at like if we are lucky and make like lots of money. But even then, I mean, it's not pleasurable. I'm sorry to to take the route here, but um, we have to pay for 2019. We have to I think we have to pay like 2,000 and something in taxes. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we have that money anymore in our account. So mm -hmm. it feels like this the system is really trying to keep you working. And if you're not, I mean, they are not allowing you as a company to really accrue, uh, uh, accumulate any wealth because you have to 
pay lots of taxes on that they want you to keep going all the time and make more but also like use the money right away so it's in the system again um and you can't stop with that the, the idea that I, I always had uh was like can't we like make the money save it up like that's how i work i love like saving up resources um, yes <laughs> interestingly that's that's uh, uh, a conversation i had yesterday with one of my flatmates about um board games and board game systems basically in most board games uh, she said said she's always really good because she always invests everything she has and i have i'm not like that i always <laughs> save what i have and i think like all the board games are optimized to do that like or the the financial system in germany obviously is you have to invest 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 you have to keep the system going and i was wondering if i could like build a game where you're enticed to actually save resources to be maybe be um uh it's a so so substantial substantial sustainable sustainable yeah that's it like how how can you can i make games that really focus on being sustainable instead of like accruing as much like getting as powerful as possible like making money investing it right away to make more money so in the end just the end point is the interesting part where where the, the points are counted and before that you need to like invest as much as possible is it possible to have like a interesting game system where sustainability like building something without wasting any resources and being being um getting points for not for re for using resources as optimally optimally as possible i think i started somewhere with the, this conversation and it's somewhere <laughs> completely different <laughs> So yeah, take any I of mean, the parts in that to, yeah. to react to. <laughs> well, let me quickly read out Wendisil's message. Um, the thing with gathering resources and building a house plays right in Maslow's hierarchy of hmm. needs. The first step is shelter and food. The second is safety. So yes, it is a basic need. That is also why it works so good in games. For sure. But I feel, yeah, I mean, I feel like in games, it's really like... It's really very individualist propaganda <laughs> because all of this is true. And then what follows after that, and I feel like that's really representative of the oppressive system we live in, is so you have to think of you and collect as much for yourself as you can when really another part of safety comes from community and sharing and all that stuff. And that kind of gets cut out in favor of like, I, me, 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 me. Um, that's hmm. really the problem I feel we have. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I guess community has to be somewhere in Maslow's hierarchy as well, right? I have actually never heard of that before. So I'm gonna you Google that later. We, we oh. were in the same university. <laughs> uh, I was high been. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, might also be by design to keep you going. Otherwise, you'd be done and wouldn't have motivation to keep going. Maybe. But yeah. there can be different motivation, right? Just having more is not the only. Is it? I mean, it is in the way that we are being suggested these things. But I mean, achiever is one of the the motivation types hmm. uh, to achieve a lot of things. But uh, I think another factor. I, I think you're right about that. I think 
of course, like, I, I don't believe, like, game developers, especially like indie game devs, are really uh, building their games with the intent to brainwash people to that. I think they, oh, they they're just... mirror, mirroring, of course, what they have learned. And yeah. I also think that like, the games are really hampered by um, that we don't have AI that's strong enough to give you this this communal vibe, this gathering stuff, mm. like that you have to have a community. That's not something games uh, have been really good at until now. Like all the AI is always like wonky and stuff. And yeah. isn't it isn't it weird that we have like so so much uh, um, improvement in in the visual style of games, but like the AI is still is still not not even the promises we've heard like. 20 years ago they're still not at that point and i think that's that's yeah. something I'd, I'd really i mean you remember like one of the first uh concepts we had was a game i called uh village hero where you're a, vi a hero of your village but your village is like integral to all that so you have to help the people in your village to prosper and they in turn will give you stuff for your help like not directly but just in them doing their like baking bread and all that stuff then you can go there and get bread but if they have like a problem you like they have uh, wild pigs ruining their crops then you have to go and fight the pigs and you have like a more natural kind of quest system i guess um, but the community is in the central part of it like nobody in this little tribe could survive on their own but only by coming together and really focusing on specific tasks in your community that you can th thrive and you're just a hero it's just one of the roles you have there mm -hmm. yeah and i still want to make a game like that i think i think we don't have enough games about community it's yes. it's it's really all about you being the hero and you being the special individual. I, I guess it's a dream like that that capitalism tells us, right? Yeah. You can't be special. You can't be the, the the rock star. That's why like every job description is you we need a rock star. <laughs> we need you to pull long hours and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the hell. that's the joke really. You're being offered kind of a kind of a cheat code, right? That's sort of the goal. Get a cheat code to escape this horrible system. <laughs> and instead of changing the system, we're all like, yes, I'm going to do my best to get that, walk all over people to get that particular um, cheat code for myself. And it's mm. like, hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, then, then, they take, then they take that to reinforce the system and say, see, we need a system around it because otherwise, well, people would be stepping all over each other. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, but wait, my question. <laughs> um, or like, so basically what I'm thinking about right now is um, to just put together the most, you know, wish list plan that I can see how much money it would cost, you know, to pay everyone. I don't know, let's say the whole team gets an equal four thousand euro salary for the entire time of the um, production. Of course, um, that there's no I like flat hierarchies. 
which of course is like a there is a power yeah, dynamic thing. <laughs> yeah, it's flat hierarchy. It's not a hierarchy then. <laughs> well, it's one with one step. Just <laughs> <laughs> me well, and everybody else below. <laughs> and I mean that—that's what would end up happening anyway, because obviously the power dynamic is still that. You know, we would be paying people, so clearly there—it's not completely flat. Um, right. I can't get around but that. mostly flat. I like the idea of rather than having, you know, I like the idea of more having a people of certain roles and everybody does their role and we can all mm -hmm. communicate and talk about things. But in the end, everybody does uh, is responsible for their part and has the last word on their part and all that stuff. Um, I would love like a mm -hmm. kind, I, kind I, of collective. I like having the last word on their part is might be a problem. Well, if they, I think, like having one, like if you, if you're working on one game all together, I think like you need to make sure there's a consistent um, vision there. And if if someone well, can says like I, I being have the vision food. keeper is one of the jobs, right? Okay. But like as the like I, obviously I would like to be the project lead on my project and make <laughs> the game that I want to make. And I mean, like, and I think that's maybe where the. Yeah, where hierarchies help with like making the lines clearer, but I also feel like, you know, if someone has an opinion on, you know, what we're doing or has an idea or something, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But if they, for their job, you know, if the technical, the graphical artist tells me, okay, we can't do this, or if we do this, then we have, like, oh, and we have this technical issue to solve, that it's their thing to, um, mm -hmm. and I can say, oh, what about, or can we and whatever, but in the end, you know, everybody does their job. Everybody fulfills their function, basically, and it's a mm -hmm. collaborative, um, sort of process. Also one, I really like the idea, obviously, of making it very, very free, that there's no set hours, no really, that's hmm. more, uh, you work when you want to type of situation. You get the money no matter what you do. It doesn't matter. You, I assume you're here because you want to work on the project, but hmm. whatever. If you want to slack off for six months, that's fine, type of thing. Um, <laughs> And to have, you know, shared, um, you know, shared profits. Mm -hmm. I still really like the model we talked about in the very beginning, which I think, um, I think with the, like you can slack off for, for six months, you will run into a problem if you want to have funding, like from like the German funding, because you have to be accountable. If they say we, we are going to make uh, this or that and you, you've got it in your plan and then it's not there, you have to kind of argue why it's not there and saying like, oh, well, we went the lesser fair route and uh, they just didn't work. Then no, I mean, there's going to be a reason why things happen the way they happen. I mean, I'm, I don't assume that there's people who just are there to exploit me. I mean, that's I think, sort of the I mindset you walk a, into. This, this uh, is like, the, like a, a fundamental thing you, you kind of skipped over. You can't do that with just like hiring a couple of people. You need to find people that have like the the same um, the same idea with the they want to collaborate with you. That's like the basis. You have a group sure. of people they want to collaborate on on the same game. You've shared your vision. They want to help you. They want to help, not help you. They want to help make this a reality. And if, if you have that, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can. I you think can... in general, people do the best that they can 
you know, and I think if someone needs to, you know, ends up not working for six months, there's probably something going on that causes that. And whether or not that's happening gradually and mm. by them not fulfilling things that they can't fulfill and they stress more and do even that. Basically, my goal would be to have a to have a workplace that is freeing you up from stressing so that you're free to mm. be creative and have the energy to work on things and and yeah, feel like part of something, which yeah, which is when um like in the very beginning, we talked about like our very first vision of how we uh, deal with profit, if there ever was one, was to say 50% go into the company and the other 50% are like kind of distributed as bonuses among the team. Mm. And I do really like that also because it makes it more of a, yeah, this is our thing. It's not just you working for me, it's like everybody's part of um and all that. And I feel like that that's so far what I've come up with, with what I would want to try. And I think I'm going to ask this in the Discord and on Twitter as well. But what would be your ideal? This is what I want my workplace to look like. This is what I would want from the team. Anything, really. That's that's kind of the, the, the freedom like the big companies like Google or Valve give their employees because they have the money to do that. I think we are not in a position to really be able to offer anything like that, unfortunately. Well, we're dreaming right now, so. Oh, yeah. Well, it, does, it did sound like you want to reach that at some point. And yes, and I'm going to... It's kind of the dream I gave up um, a couple of weeks ago because I don't see oh, that yeah. happening except even if we make like a lot of money because we can't really save it, we would have to invest it. I mean, I guess we, we could like offer that situation for like one project. And then if the project ends, well, maybe we'll make money with that and can continue with the next project. Maybe we won't. And then we, well, everybody's fired. <laughs> this is our tradition. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I would want to have universal basic income. And then we can say, let's share the profits of the game like everybody works on it because they want to work on the game mm -hmm. and we share the profits that's that would be my ideal what did you say before that um we can't do that because we don't have money and i gave up the we can only go project to project at the most if we make money we can mm -hmm. use this um i suddenly had a thought of something else that was what was it? Google and Valve does that. They 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 give their um, employees freedom to. I mean, it's it's really like this is, this is a popular Google thing, right? They have like one day they can work on whatever they want to, and a lot of the the cool stuff came out of this freedom to do just whatever you want, which for me is is just like another sign that like people want to be productive and. Uh, the, the systematic structures we set up with like how we work now in capitalism isn't uh, really adding anything, but like hampering our in innovativeness, our creativity and our uh, motivation to work. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, that's, yeah. that's I also see, something see in... way I don't see a way out of it for us. So I think I'm gonna, gonna just Cross oh. my fingers for universal basic income, <laughs> because I feel like we're we're on the cusp of of this be, becoming acceptable 
just because of automation and like the Corona stuff now. So well, I'm not holding my breath. Um, I mean, I feel... Me neither. <laughs> but yeah, we have um, like social benefits, so we we do kind of have something like that. Uh, it's it's something. I, I'm not gonna. gonna hey, be... The thing that I just remembered what it was was also plan twice as much time into the budget as you need. Just double everything. Yeah, that's just what to I have did. Time. You gonna, did you so double if you want to double it, you you're gonna double it again. Double it. Then you're at the level that's normal. You you usually then double, double it. it again. Yeah, double it again. And that was what I was thinking because the way I imagined this, I would. I've, I'm thinking I need three months to make this prototype. So meaning I need probably half a year. So I'm gonna plan for one year, so that uh, then we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, Double Fine also has that uh, that Valve model of you know you work on whatever you want. If you can find the people, if you can raise the money, you work on whatever you want type of a thing mm. and that I do really, really like. Yeah, may I like more like a um, collective basically than these are my employees, do what I tell you, yeah. but more we're all creative. We kind of vibe together. Let's make something cool. Mm. Anything anybody wants type of yeah, situation. But you, I think you really have to decouple your ego and yourself with that. It, it wouldn't be like your company anymore. It would be, let's make a collective and everybody's on the same page with that. And then, yeah, maybe nobody wants to work with you because they, they think your your vision isn't like theirs and they find themselves together to do something else and they would be fine too. But I, I And that might I be know. really cool. I mean, yeah. you know, and I mean, if it excites enough people to work on it, then why not? Yeah. And so if you want to excite people, then you have to have a really good idea. Yeah, that's it, that's it. But I, I, I really hate having to sell my ideas like that. But I'm fine with doing my own stuff, so I don't need such a big team, to be honest. And I want to—I think it's why is it raining again? <laughs> it would be for me. I would be fine with just like doing my games and then uh, showing it to a couple of artists and saying, "Hey guys, uh, do you want to work on that? Uh, it needs some more graphics and needs to look a little bit better." Hmm. And then um, yeah, go from there. So basically, ha have have a basis and then finding people who want to collaborate with me. But yeah, again, like the payment is a problem, right? For me, I mean, if we, again, yeah. in, in reality, like in fantasy, yeah, that would be. <laughs> well, I mean, but... we'll see. I'm, I'm just now in that mode of thinking of I'm just going to go as big as I possibly can, hmm. which I know I'm not going to reach, but I feel like, I mean, that's something that I've what? always known that when you whatever you shoot for you reach yeah i feel like 50 percent of what you had planned right so i think if you plan conservatively then you re reach 50 percent of medium but if you shoot for the stars then maybe you make it to the moon type of thing so <laughs> it's an old saying right yeah. there is some truth uh, in there but i just want to see how much it would cost that's that's my first mm. uh, yeah and see if we can't make this work somehow because i mean we have all these funding opportunities and maybe there is some money to be made there and if we and if we build a cool company that is like founded on like uh, i mean we already hopefully founded on good principles but you know if we kind of work towards the utopian goal that we want then maybe that also makes us more successful in the long run because we don't spend as much time Stressing about not being able to work the system as it exists. 
you're still you're still basically doing that but it would be nice if it if there there would be a solution like that yeah i've seen that there are a couple of indie funds um like from uh really successful indies who wanna pay pay forward basically who wanna invest in cool projects so i think there there's a is that a real is, way to that is to, also a really nice thing i feel paying yeah. it forward yeah who, who kind of have this idea of uh, it's <laughs> it's been mostly luck so let's help help someone else and yeah that would be would be awesome um personally i am i'm just thinking way smaller now i just like i love just getting out of bed whenever i want to um mm. and I mean, I always did that since we have our company, more or less, more or less, more or less. I always had this, like, the like. I wake up and I look at the at the clock and I think, like, can I can I sleep longer now or should I better get up to have more time to be productive? Mm -hmm. That's something I completely stopped this week, and it's just like this is the the real vacation feeling for me. It's just not looking at the clock when I wake up, just like going, ah, let's sleep on the other side a bit until, until like I feel ready to get up and then just slowly getting up, doing like my thing. I'm still doing like my yoga and I still do a little meditation. That's way more pleasurable now. And when, when I don't have this, this constant feeling of that there is like time ticking. This is the thing, like this this clock in my mind that's like pressuring mm. me to be productive is just like on hold right now with my vacation mindset. And I can just like do my stuff, like go in the kitchen, make a coffee, and then just like sit on the balcony for a bit and just drink my coffee and relax there before I even like start my uh, computer. And it's never been like that uh, in a long, long time. Usually I, I get up, I do my stuff, and I, I, feel, I feel stressed, like I'm trying to calm down with meditation. <laughs> and then uh, I start my PC, and then I make my coffee to drink while going through email and all that stuff to get going, because like the first hours of the day are so productive and all that. But I just want to skip all that stressful part and um, just go there, because I love working on games. I, I I had to uh, really curb my urge to continue to work on the wizard this week because I thought like, no, 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 let's make this a real vacation. Only, only like the work that has to be done this week. Like, there's no way around it. That's that's okay. Uh, the rest I'm just gonna let 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 their rest. And next week I'm gonna gonna integrate a bit of working again. And that's I think that's the dream I, I want to live. You know. If I feel like two o'clock, I want to go out and play a couple of rounds of basketball, or just throw a few hoops in the sun, or just I don't know, and then come back and then maybe work a little bit more, like because I want to have this game, I want to finish it. I have the motivation to do that. It's not a problem. It's more of the this outside force that in my mind, of course, like that. Mm. The, keeps the, the clock ticking and, and telling me that, you know, not only is my my time working on the on this project like running out because of the funding, 
and now now that's gone but also like my my time as a human being like getting older and older and i have to accomplish something before yeah. um well I, I should have accomplished something already and it never feels like it's enough right although we we, we do have accomplished quite a bit of things and like if if i think if i would read about me you know i would say like, oh, guys quite accomplished i mean i guess i would be like a little bit jealous <laughs> so it's, it's weird that there's like this disconnect and yeah yeah and i think I mean, I wanna, we have want to mend that now like everybody always you know when we tell them we've been doing this for 80 years they're like well oh, and it's like we only think about all the things we haven't achieved. Meanwhile, there's so many things I'm that we could proud. be proud of. I always feel like I have to like excuse myself. I'm sorry, but I've done it like eight years already. But we are not, we are not Bill Gates yet. So obviously, we've done it everything wrong. Yeah, but I think that's in general like um, you know aiming high but being happy where you are type of a thing. I feel like it's a good, good mindset. Hmm. of you know sure trying for more not being afraid to try for more but also not being crushed when it doesn't Jan is mirrored I have noticed that that's I, right well, that's well it important. was from um, but that's hard for me like to conceptualize like where my hands are when, is it no it's uh, here here here's uh, now it's as you're used to difficult, but now we can read the stairway to heaven again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, it, when you were at your parents, it looked better when you were looking inwards. So that uh, flipped you there. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I find it interesting, and I want to kind of collect what other people might want from a job, just to just to try and see how much of like the most perfectest job i can maybe coax out of this and work our way to what we actually want not just to a kind of copy of what we see other people do and think we have to mm. replicate that even though we're deeply unhappy with the way that works it's like yeah last year when when the funding was guaranteed when my when my salary was guaranteed when you know, you were working on the engine. All I had to do was, you know, do the trailer and there was time to do the trailer. It was like really fun to work on that because it was so free. Like I didn't have to worry. I didn't have to you know, stress and it was a hectic time. So I could like take it easy and just, and that's, and I feel like that, I mean, that makes things better, doesn't it? When you yeah. have, I don't spend so much energy worrying. I mean, that's processing power that goes away. You know, it's like yeah, for sure. having a really, it's like having Firefox open for too long, suddenly whole systems. I think everybody knows that. Like if you have a deadline and and then you're, you're, you're done, the deadline is gone. It's like, like you've got free memory again. Like yeah. something's like missing, like a stressful part of, of some like a stressful part of your life is just gone and now you can you can relax a, a little more at least but there's always like something else coming right <laughs> what's the next it's thing basically, that's, that's, uh, yeah it's basically that that version of that thing of when you think of the perfect answer after the situation is gone the moment when you're stressed 
and you're stressed by the aggression in front of you and you're like, oh my God, what are they? You're thinking about so many things, but after it's over and your mind is free, then suddenly you find a creative solution to the problem. Mm. <laughs> I guess that's that's why like the, the most the best ideas come in the shower and on the toilet, right? <laughs> yeah. You're literally not worrying about anything and whoops there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoops there it is. <laughs> a good picture you painted there on the toilet. <laughs> mm. Ah, yeah. And things could be so easy. But Let's yeah, try. somehow we managed to build a system that prevents us. So let's see like, what we can do about it. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I want to read the book now. Oh, ah, I see. And I was about to wrap up because we're already 20 minutes over, but we promised it last time we didn't do we it. we did kind of promise it, right? Yes. Yes, I, I guess we did. We did, right? <laughs> so this is uh, Peter Kropotkin, The Conquest of Bread, uh, anarchist basic reading, I guess, like a fundamental book. And I particularly like uh, how it starts. It's a really... Uh, really optimistic book, kind of. I mean, it's it was written like um, written eighteen hundred ninety two, and he's all the time. He's, he for him it was like there will be an anarchist revolution. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Well, it's been <laughs> been some time, and we haven't seen one yet, unfortunately. Did he go through like all the other? revolutions because there were a couple of anarchist and communi communist revolutions in his time and before his time and he he kind of points out why they didn't work so it's um on one hand it's very motivational to read and and really um compelling but it's also mm -hmm. kind of practical and like pointing out what a revolution has to watch out for and how to build an anarchist revolution so that it uh, would survive. <clears throat> and yeah, chapter one, I love chapter one, just uh, gonna give you a reading. Uh, it's called Our Riches. <clears throat> okay. The human race has traveled a long way since those remote ages when man fashioned their rude implements of flint. Oh, isn't that topical? <laughs> <laughs> of flint and lived on the precarious spoils of hunting, leaving to their children for their only heritage a shelter beneath the rocks, some poor utensils, and nature. Vast, unknown, and terrific, with whom they had to fight for their wretched existence. During the long succession of agitated ages, which have elapsed since, mankind has nevertheless amassed untold treasures. It has cleared the land, dried the marshes, hewn down forests, made roads, pierced mountains. It has been building, inventing, observing, reasoning. It has created a complex machinery, wrested her secrets from nature. And finally, it pressed steam and electricity into its service. And the result is that now the child of the civilized man finds at his birth, ready for his use, 
an immense capital accumulated by those who have gone before him. And this capital enables man to acquire, merely by his own labor combined with the labor of others, riches surpassing the dreams of the fairy tales of the thousand and one nights. The soil is clear to a great extent, fit for the reception of the best seeds, ready to give the rich, uh, to give a rich return for the skills and labor spent upon it, a return more than sufficient for all the wants of humanity. The methods of rational cultivation are known. On the wide prairies of America, each hundred men with the aid of powerful machinery can produce in a few months enough wheat to maintain 10,000 people for a whole year. And where man wishes to double his produce, to treble it, to multiply it a hundredfold, he makes the soil, gives to each plant requisite care, and thus obtains enormous returns. While the hunter of old had to score 50 or 60 square miles to find food for his family, the civilized man supports his household with far less pains and far more certainty on a thousandth part of that space. Climate is no longer an obstacle, but it's not quite current anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> when the sun fails, man replaces it by artificial heat. And when we see the coming of a time when artificial light also will be used to stimulate vegetation. Meanwhile, by the use of glass and hot water pipes, man renders a given space 10 or 50 times more productive than it was in its natural state. The prodigies accomplished in industry are still more striking. With the cooperation of those intelligent beings, modern machines, themselves the fruit of three or four generations of inventors, mostly unknown. A hundred men manufacture now the stuff to provide 10,000 persons with clothing for two years. In well-managed coal mines, the labor of a hundred miners furnishes each year enough fuel to warm 10,000 families under inclement sky. And we have lately witnessed the spectacle of wonderful cities bringing up in a few months for international exhibitions, exhibitions without interrupting the slightest degree the regular work of the nations. And if in manufacturers, as in agriculture, and as indeed throughout our whole social system, the labor the discoveries and the inventions of our ancestors profit chiefly the few. It is nonetheless certain that mankind in general, aided by the creatures of steel and iron, which it already possesses, could already procure an existence of wealth and ease for every one of its members. Truly, we are rich, far richer than we think, rich in what we have already possess, richer still in the possibilities of production of our actual mechanical outfit, richest of all in what we might win from our soil, from our manufacturers, from our science, from our technical knowledge, where they but be applied to bringing about well-being for all. Almost didn't see you disappearing there for a large part.
Yeah, it's a great book. It's it's really a great book. Um, and basically, it begins with like telling you how far humanity has come and that we actually have enough to like feed everyone, shelter everyone. Yeah. And somehow we don't. And isn't that a shame? I mean, isn't that kind of um, the main judgment you should put on a system? Like, can it provide with the basic stuff for everyone? And capitalism, it seems, cannot. So, yeah. It's wild that we've transcended all natural orders just to create a new artificial one. That's not, that's, that's, I think that's not right. I think that we don't have a natural order where like, like there's a natural network we were a part of and we class. I'm talking about like the food chain and stuff like that. Like we've escaped the food chain and all sorts of things. Like we're not, as he says, we're not uh, beholden to the sun and the weather and anything anymore. We made up an obstacle that kills us. Even though we like beat, we we beat the system yeah. <laughs> and we, made we, a new one, so that we still can struggle. We we shook off the chains of nature and then built mm. our own <laughs> and checked off ninety nine percent of the humanity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we eat the food chain now. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. So, uh, again, Peter Kropotkin, the conquest of bread, essential reading, uh, I think. Mm. Great book, and as you as you hopefully heard, uh, really well to read. Now it's not like an old stuffy thing that you can't get through. It's really it's really good to read, and kind of um, surprisingly current in its message. Unfortunately, yeah. Well. We're half an hour over. Should we just stop? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta play some games because uh, it's uh, Friday, and that's why I'm here because I have my online friends. Mm. Uh, well, we used to be, we used to be regular friends, but since Corona, we are just online friends. So. <laughs> I uh, but, see. Yeah, on the upside, we we get to meet like every month now, and back in the day, it was just once a year. But yeah, I'm I'm in the I'm in the Kreuztal mood, um, which is the name of the place we usually stay. Mm. I think I'm Bye. gonna get myself a pizza now. And mm. yeah, that's what, that was all I want to say. Cool. Um, by the way, I know you guys missed it, but if you want to rewind after we're done. Um, I think like 15, 20 minutes in, I'm showing off all the things that I built in Valheim. So if you want to check that out, on get Valheim, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's impressive. <laughs> Let me say that much. <laughs> At least the non-cheated stuff is impressive. Which is most. It is two-thirds. Um, anyway. So yeah. Thank you that for was another watching. Day. Listening. Clearly, it was fun. Like the time was up before we even realized. Yeah, I think I realized like twenty minutes before the end that we haven't really talked much about pleasure yet. 
you did you, 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 you oh, right, did it's Easter. curve into it. Mm. Right, it's Easter. So thank you and happy Easter to you too. Yes, happy Easter. And wow, we're only So in two weeks is our birthday, but it's not on a Friday. Hmm. Are we doing a special extra stream or what are we doing for a birthday? We'll, I think we'll figure something out. Mm. I guess we will. Anyway. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us and we will see you next Possibly. Maybe. Who knows? Who's to say what'll happen? Mostly you will see us. We can only see you in chat, but it's very true. Well, we might see you also if you decide to stream again. We missed you this Wednesday. Yeah. I actually thought, uh, Red King, I actually thought you were gonna, gonna stream the Ember thing. What's that like? No, don't tell me now. We're just about to, <laughs> just about to <laughs> end this. <laughs> But I, I am, did tell you about the pizza I want to have, you know. Yes, but I am curious about that that janky that janky game. What was it? Empire of Ember. It was way too yeah. too nice outside to really do a stream. Yeah, I suppose. Exactly. If you weirdos like us were like, but I'm but I'm throwing it out there as a request. If you ever wanna, if you ever wanna show that quickly on one of your on one of your streams, it looked sort of interesting. So I'm sort of interested. If I may be more interested at some point, possibly, potentially. So, whatever. Anyway, bye now. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye.